morning, America. This is Jerry Rhodes, your podcaster, coming to you from Chicago, Illinois. Well, I'm taking a left turn uh, today. I'm going to talk about vote for the stupid stranger. And I'm introducing uh, my son to the podcast. He's uh, an entertainer. He's a songwriter. Um, and he's written a song called Vote for the Stupid Stranger. So today's podcast is about that particular topic in terms of what I've written in the script, but it also integrates his his uh, recording of Vote for the Stupid Stranger. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I just learned today that I had a jump in my li- listeners. Um, and... Uh, the audience size quadrupled. So whatever that means, maybe I can make some headway here with this whole campaign for voting for the stupid stranger to get someone in there that has the leadership ability and also the experience to run a trillion dollar enterprise called the American enterprise, utilizing the American dream And what we all want is not riches. We want to be relevant and healthy, happy, and prosperous. So let's see if we can uh, get some reorganization going and start working on solutions rather than debating issues and arguing over who's going to be first place when China's already there and we just don't know it yet. So keep on listening. Tell your friends and neighbors and family about the American Enterprise Swing Vote Party. Thank you. Vote for the Stupid Stranger. As the image above shows, I wrote Volume 2 of the American Enterprise Party trilogy book subtitled The American Enterprise Manifesto that exposes the depth of the swamp and the dire financial predicament weighing on our future generations. This must be dealt with now as America slides into the depths of the swamp, as did other great societies in the past. I've been told it will never happen because it takes billions, trillions, and zillion dollars to compete for any office, let alone the presidency. Well, 330 million enterprising Americans create $24 trillion GDP per year and create wealth for 22 million millionaires and 814 billionaires, so why not invest their equity accumulated wealth in paying down the $32 trillion current debt limit, $158 trillion in entitlement long-term debt, rid ourselves of half of the 24 million government workers that cost 40% fixed overhead, wasted on redundant laws and regulations to be able to compete with China, our ominous competitor. There are 127 million Americans receiving government paychecks and or subsidies per www.openbooks.com, 24 million employees, 77 million baby boomers with Social Security and Medicare, 26 million for 13 entitlement programs, for disability, child care credits, stimulus check, etc. How has this happened slowly, now accelerating at a bankruptcy rate? Why would we re-elect the very incumbent parties 90% of the time that got us into a bankrupt position? Why would we believe that the red and the blue parties act in our best interests? Why would we choose to bank our future on the past faults of these ruling class elitists? Why wouldn't we find someone that represents enterprising Americans? www.americanenterprisepoliticalparty.org Why wouldn't we vote for enterprising leaders? patriotic and ethical citizens? Why wouldn't you now vote for the unknown, stupid stranger?
someone that is a dark horse from the middle American independent philosophy, who has been one of the enterprising Americans that pay all the bills, create the wealth for the few, and want opportunity to live well, sleep well, and be happy. Because what we have isn't working, and this swing vote idea, may just be the solution. Well worth a true alternative considering that the binary two-party Congress may be gridlocked forever, and the deficit-slash-debt clock is broken. The alligators own the swamp, and Humpty Dumpty Biden or Trump, can't put back together again. The Milton Friedman idea that vouchers are the solution, is a false positive, meaning that government shifts the responsibility to the states, and or the private sector without fixing the real problems of flawed public policy, and little private involvement in setting public policy for spending, and entitlements. Proposed solutions. 1. Close open borders, and support the American Enterprise Swing Vote Party for the Unrepresented, by the private sector, to balance budgets as a true alternative to government ruling class for the elite, by the elite, and to the elite's benefit. According to George Orwell America is now Animal Farm, heading for 1984 in 2084. 2. Elect governors to the American Enterprise Party, for they are being dumped on by the national parties for the sake of practicing politics as usual and avoiding the true solutions. Only the governors can make true change at the grassroots. 3. Cut the redundancy of regulatory agencies between federal and state governments writing state and federal budgets of waste and excess regulations. Hold governors accountable for analytics pertaining to fiscal and social outcomes. 4. Elect government officials based on private sector experience and eliminate the tagline lawmakers, it should be job and peacemakers. Rather than squeeze small business to death with unnecessary regulations, help fund capital needs with true debt instruments based on performance. All government contracts must be based on pay-for-performance formulas. Hold bureaucrats accountable with term limits analytics pertaining to fiscal and social outcomes. 5. Provide America with a true alternative to conservatives and liberals as a party of enterprising Americans that are the majority of taxpayers who have little, if any, representation in the governmental budget process and have no means for fiscal accountability but provide 75% of the funding from 46 different national and state taxes. The China Communist Party, reconstituted USSR, and other socialist OPEC countries are there waiting for America to fail, then pounce with cyber hacking and fear-mongering, resulting in China being number one in the new world order, India number two, Russia number three, and OPEC Arab Spring members number four. How would that world treat us risk-taking, enterprising Americans? As prisoners of the global imbalance of trade war. As the totalitarian Marxist-Lenin communist dream has come true, channels all I see is just a bad debate talk a little about the issues but a lot about opponents all the dirt they grade they say you're smoking marijuana but you say you never caught a buzz oh he's been raising all our taxes but the very simple fact is you don't become a better man knocking what the other man does Kissing all our babies as they try to make us all believe We're the ones that are fighting for Not the recognition or the power they'll receive Talk about abortion like they know the way a woman feels It's 
Those arrogant decisions on behalf of politicians That make me want to take them off Throw them off of Capitol Hill Well, I could run for president And I would do it all for free, you see I could be a good president I don't know spit about politics But you don't know a thing about me Yeah, that's perfect Vote for the stupid stranger Line, smile pretty for the camera eye You'd never dream that you'd be pummeled by reporters about the dirty white lies You slept with who? You took a what? You gotta live with paparazzi swimming up your butt You're never gonna win, you're always in the black They're always gonna know what you've been doing in the slapjack Well I could run for president And I would do it all for free, you'll see Disregard the basic rules Yeah, I inhaled I'm damn proud of it My view on war and all that shit You're gonna love it Well, I believe in love And all the ways to make it I'm gonna fight for all that's right At least I'm gonna figure Well, I could run for president And I would do it all for free You'll see I could be a good president I don't know spit about politics But you don't know Part 1, right now, ask yourself, as a voter who would you pick, a better red than dead pragmatic Republican, or a blue blood bleeding heart, phlegmatic Democrat, or an enterprising, market-driven American Enterprise Party humanitarian, that wants every American citizen to be successful and healthy in pursuing the American utopian dream, with humanism. Prosperity, is in parity, it's the pursuit of excellence, that separates the USA from any other country on earth, so why would we want to pursue something less, chasing the American nightmare. The pundits are all alike. They support their choice of a party, no matter what. How can we support a uni-party approach, to governance of 330 million diverse, ambitious but disagreeable, aspiring citizens, by dictating behaviors? Are we really going to be zero emissions any time in the next hundred years? When solar gases descend, like the ice age, killing all forms of life. Is that what the climate change freaks are proposing, that our air will kill us unless, we are emissions-free? Isn't that against the history of the earth? There are so many other priorities, that will get us, before we ever will be drowned by ice water from the poles or hurricanes from the oceans or trade in solar winds from the El Nino or La Nina, 
or forest fires started by lightning or pandemics, to scare us to death, defying opinions of a few. It seems to me, we are missing the point by scaring everyone, for a two-political party system that deprives us of having other choices. For example, when we are no longer free to voice our opinion, as friendly Facebook cancels us on the internet because they are big enough, to fund a political party, that supports their right to cancel us. In my books I warn of this happening in 2084 not 2022 and 2024. I guess, we need to wake up now. It didn't happen in 1984, as predicted by George Orwell, where Big Brother had a surveillance system, of cameras and a system of finger pointing, like Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, or YouTube, to cancel certain dissidents and lovers of freedom. They then were victims of the system, of brain drain and brotherhood swamp creatures. According to Thomas Jefferson, most bad government has grown out of too much government. Patriotism, is the love of an individual for his or her country. Nationalism, a theory that seeks to establish a world of free and independent nations. Neither requires, or subjects nations or individuals subordination to a shared universal law, but work ethics do. Where work for profit creates self-satisfaction, from the feeling of accomplishment while creating further aspirations, goals, for themselves and their families. This allows individual patriots, personal reasons to work for individual humanism, not just for the greater good such as China, North Korea and Russia demanding loyalty to the motherland. Setting the common good is dependent on the supreme elite rule of law. Then proletariat is patriotic to the Politburo, for whom they work. Those of progressive zeitgeist, socialist, dehumanizing theory, would look to government, to be the purchaser of last resort, and giver of all security and safety for the greater good. I would term this, the big brother dream for the brotherhood, and its workers. The individual, is no longer the focus of life, liberty and the rules of law, love and personal achievement is deemed offensive because it takes from others to be attained. Thus, the breakdown of society topples tradition, driven by revolts against human values, using violence, vulgarity and excesses in wealth, crime and immigration then take control of the minds of the many. This takes but a few leaders, of a political party following progressive policies to take control, with fear, the minds and bodies of the many. The classic Rome is burning scenario. A true evolving dystopia envisioned by Orwell's 1984, where hate overruled love. The American enterprise humanistic work ethic is, to combat the progressive woke governments, dehumanizing edicts for human behavior. As is the brave new world of genetic mutations and synthetic China viruses. With Big Brother and the Brotherhood standing for, a culture where war is peace, slavery is freedom, and ignorance is strength. A.K.A., Orwellian 1984 and Animal Farm Dystopia. The American Humanism Dream, the JFK Camelot Utopia, on the other hand, is built on capital infusion and the human assets work ethic. The will to work for profit, in a free market, is inherited from our patriotic forefathers, and must be sustained by each of us. The willful ownership, by rendering effort to be a king of the mountain, has motivated enterprising workers, since the 1776 revolution. In my trilogy, the American Enterprise Party proposes, reasons a real third party breaks up this uni-party mentality. What if President Biden can't finish and VP Harris can't lead? America hangs in this balance of thrones. The latest news is President Biden 79 has COVID. The progressives are caught in their own trap by their mail-in voting, leaving Vice President Kamala Harris, first female of color to become V.POTUS, standing next to the Game of Thrones, hoping not to be the first woman of color to take the reins. Is she qualified? Is the first question and will Biden return the last? 
America is in the throes of woke decisions by the electorate in search for someone they respect and believe will protect our borders and secure our sovereignty with rules of law applied by constitutional lawyers, Congress and the Supreme Court. None of which have ever run a business enterprise, such as the USA. www.usedebtclock.com indicates how poorly the incumbents have run our business since World War II. Lest I say, that 2022 day-to-day business in a world of fear, threat and trade, needs professional business management. Sounds like any other American enterprise, looking for a turnaround or bailout. So, I ask you voters who are labeled independents, are you happy with the direction of a progressive government? Acknowledging America is a giant enterprise or business now being run like a church or fraternity, popularity counts more than competence. Wait a minute, Biden's popularity is rated as 30 plus on a scale of 100 and Harris below that, as the message being sent by you swing voters, that this POTUS and V.POTUS cannot manage an enterprise or business. So, what now? Is it the Biden team of Harris, Pelosi, Schumer, AOC, Big Brother Government and the Brotherhood of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Zoom, TikTok, Big Unions, Big Media, Big Tech, Big Boxes, the Big Guy, and his son Big Hunter, going to make it to 2024 and run again? If not, who will? How about a big red machine, not the Cincinnati Reds, coming to bat with the Donald or the Rat Pence, the governor of Florida? or the past governor of Florida or California or New York or maybe a dark horse. Why would anyone vote for a third-party candidate for anything? Well, the swing vote that now exists with Joe Manchin and could be the solution to a one-party takes all so consensus never rules the roost. Just the extremes of the right and the left aspiring a takeover with mail-in, unsecure voting with everyone in the boundaries of sea to sea shining seas, of the having the right to vote by mail replaced by candidates of the American Enterprise Party who are neither liberal or conservative but represent our constitution for a free market democracy and its enterprising constituency. The mission being in America, we now have two tribes fighting each other and losing the American dream. The left and the right forego the middle American, for one-party control. A third-party swing vote breaks ties and keeps money ticks and partisan politics honest. By being the referee for consensus decision-making to avoid one-party control, where monetary capitalists share and human socialists care, so free market enterprises truly lasses fair. A marriage made real by the American dream founded on humanism and American enterprise practicing laissez-faire. In practice, we now have a single vote that is stalling the Biden spending spree. Joe Manchin is acting like a Republican to stave off a killing strategy for his state of West Virginia, capital of the fossil fuel industry. In effect he is what our two-party government needs to move to consensus decision-making and replace the Green New Deal, dead on arrival, with the Human New Deal for fixing our inner cities with enterprise zones using private financing, with Opportunity Zone incentives for tour-turning squalor into productive small businesses started, and run by entrepreneur gang members who graduate from high school, and a private trade school, turning drug-dealing crime, prostitution into real GDP. Congressional and presidential ratings are on thing, but the financial condition of our nation is the number one problem, not just an issue. Neither party is innocent of making America's biggest mistake in the world, by sending our profitable enterprises overseas, and losing our balance of trade mechanism. In doing so, our wealth and technology has been transferred to China, Japan, South Korea, India, Iran, Russia, etc. countries we now owe $30 trillion in borrowing due to imbalance of trade. Worst yet, in an autocracy, one-party rule? The first right lost is, the right to choose. We no longer can find and elect our own candidate only the wealthy can run and win. Then the Congress, Supreme Court and the President, have all the rights. 
overriding freedom of speech, allowing abortion and mandating masks, free public education, free health care, open borders, amnesty for illegals and voting laws using executive orders, and memorandums. Is this the ESG New World Reset? Or Karl Marx's shadow government of autocrats? My view is, we are becoming more like Russia and China rather than keeping America great by returning to historical values and patriotic work ethic that won three wars, to lead the world to peace using nuclear power, for peaceful deterrence not for fear-mongering to take over the world. A one-world government is as bad a one-party democracy, nothing makes common sense when the academics and bureaucrats take over. It's then time to use the swing vote as the deterrent, as the problem-solver not the revolver of the power of fame and fortune. Good morning, Sharon. How are you? I'm fine. I'm frustrated. Why are you frustrated? Well, I don't understand why our astute president shut down our right to make oil and now we have to buy it someplace else. That what is that? That doesn't even make sense. Well, Biden is not making the decisions. He's a puppet. Yeah, but why uh, would Okay, well I'll get I'll get to that. Is the progressives uh including the the AOC uh, uh, insane Green New Deal, where we're going to save the planet uh, because the people are causing this the planet to, to warm too fast and it's causing tornadoes and, it's, and forest fires and hurricanes and and everything bad in the world are caused by human beings. Well, you know, what was happening in the world before human beings? What will happen after human beings, according to them, that we're going to self-destruct? Well, destruction is not something that we can control. So Biden, when he came in, made a promise to Sanders and his socialism group so he could get their votes, that he would tell the, tell the uh, electorate that he'll be moderate and bring the country together, when knowingly he knew to get elected, which he's wanted for 25 of his 50 years, maybe longer, and, and never was qualified, never will be. Uh, but so they, Sanders and his people, his... Um, um, control freaks, Elizabeth Warren is one, Pelosi, Schumer, um, AOC and the squad, and uh, that group have control. And their theory, and it's not based on anything more than the, the pandemic was having Fauci run it. Now we got Biden running the whole concept that we have to save the world from people. Well then, why in the hell is he letting all these people in America that will do nothing but erode our economy and our values and morals and you name it? Because the progressives believe that we have to save the world from itself and people from themselves. This is the whole concept is if you were able to get people to follow you on the basis of, of everybody is going to be happy. 
it's a Marxist theory that you know, you shouldn't have to strive for any ownership or wealth. If you don't do that, then you'll be happy. So Biden is a puppet, and he's taking us down the path like the Wizard of Oz took them down the yellow brick road. Is that in the the destination is built within the progressive philosophy that we can take care of everyone despite uh, the differences in uh, religion, color, uh, values, so on and so forth, by by promising them um, Shangri-La or Camelot. And, of course, that never happens. And what's going to happen is they're going to run out of the ability to borrow money. And there is no profit. The country has no profit. But anyway, does that answer your question there? Well, the, the ridiculous thing is what he doesn't understand is people like to work for something. If, if everything was given to us, what kind of a world would that be? You, you need to be able to work for something that you believe in. And a lot of times when someone does that, other people start looking at it in their direction and it gets better. So I just, I don't know. I think this guy's nuts. Well, it really boils down to, do you believe in top-down control or bottom-up participative. There has to be participation. Participation in not only controlling where we're going, but actively participating in it. And you mentioned the word work. The magic word is work. Human beings have bettered the world. President Biden's predestined derivative bubble bursting is caused by high inflation, bull stock market despite debt exceeding negative GDP growth, Federal Reserve interest rates. Look back at Hoover in 1929 and Carter administration to understand the derivative bubble implosion. Hoover and Carter inherited inflationary economies, record stock market, stagflation with rising prices, and low GDP growth simultaneously. They reacted with fiscal policies to curb federal deficits, and spending to decrease inflation. Hoover's demise was the stock market crash and the resulting a run on the banks. Carter's on the other hand focused on energy conservation, fighting Iran over backing the Shah and allowed the Federal Reserve to bury the savings and loan low mortgage secondary market. Carter's stock market had accumulated increased Nasdaq plus 106%, Dow 24%, Sand plus 29.39%, GDP cumulative four-year term plus 14.7%, payrolls plus 12.82%, jobs growth plus 3.10%, all within unacceptable parameters. He inherited incompetent administrations of the 1970s, which had failed during oil shortages and tensions surging with the Middle East and Soviet Union. Creating oil shock in 1979 in the wake of Iranian revolution, the primary reasons of the rising price levels and out-of-gasoline lines at the gas stations. Carter's conservation program used oil taxes, in order to discourage the oil consumption, encourage more energy-efficient automobiles. Miscalculating the impact of importation of Japanese cars, he encouraged the use of coal over oil to avoid inflationary spirals of the 1970s. 
bad timing and deregulation contributed to the strikes of the mine workers. Human rights The center of Carter's social agenda failed to stop the Soviet Union's invasion of Afghanistan and the transfer of ownership of the Panama Canal to Torrijos, a dictator trusting social reforms, was naive as well as stupid, as was the freezing of Iranian assets in American banks causing an oil embargo constricting Iranian oil exports to the USA and further shortages at the gas pumps. Then the hostage crisis in Tehran due to Carter's failure to predict how supporting of the Shah had consequence, the Ayatollah held 52 Americans in the American embassy for 444 days, highlighting Carter's negotiating skills, as indeed poor. His administration added 43% to the national debt. But all of these decisions and missteps the worst was to come. On October 6, 1979, appointee Fed Chairman Paul Volcker took dramatic steps to rein in the runaway inflation that had been sapping the strength of the economy since the mid-1960s. Volcker, in office only two months, took the radical step of switching Fed policy from targeting interest rates to targeting the money supply. The days of easy credit, i.e., savings and loan banks with 6% mortgages, turned into the days of insane very expensive credit. The resulting prime lending rate exceeded 21%. Unemployment reached double digits in some months. The dollar depreciated significantly in world foreign exchange markets, with a Libra exchange rate of 27%. Volcker's tough insane medicine led to not one but two recessions before oil prices and imports finally crashed. Keynesian theory of government control of the economy, with interest rates caused the cost of capital to spiral up, and killed the growth of small businesses. Including the bankruptcy of all the savings and loan banks, that were providing low-income subprime mortgage credit risks, to those who wanted to own their first home. Mass foreclosures of low-cost housing mortgages followed. Fast forward this failed strategy, to 2005 after the retirement of Fed Chairman Greenspan, and the appointment of Harvard Professor Bernanke Fed Chair by Bush and Treasury Secretary Paulson, who orchestrated a depression, called recession, by doubling the discount rate to member banks, and the stock market crashed, by blaming the subprime mortgage market, as Carter did in 1979. This blunder under Bush and Obama caused a derivative bubble depression, in the housing market and 401.k plans assets, losing a total of $30 trillion in equity. Biden is on record, to beat Hoover and Carter's failed policies. The Fed interest rate goes up, because of the printing 300 years currency of $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan that will inflate prices so the $500 trillion derivative bubble bursts crashing the stock, bond and housing market. This could have been prevented with the Biden's promise of a moderate approach to transition of the presidency. Not the gotcha 54 executive orders he signed on his first day in office, changing the existing Trump policies that were working. This has caused the economic cost of the Afghanistan exit, Keystone Pipeline closure, open border policies, discontinuation of fossil fuel development, offshore drilling, natural gas leases and reasonable solar energy consumption to be unsustainable. Until renewable energy and environmental programs, use reasonable transition periods for cutting CO2 emissions. Expecting other countries in the Paris Accord to commit to transition periods, as well. And tie reinstituting the Iran deal to lower cost of oil and restriction on nuclear weapons development all of which has inflated the already vulnerable derivative bubble beyond repair, leaving the stock and bond market, housing market, supply line imbalance of trade deficits, and the insane proposals for infrastructure, Green New Deal, open borders, destined to burst the derivative bubble, beyond repair for the next two decades. Solution is to elect third-party candidates of the American Enterprise Party who are qualified to manage the largest business in the world by balancing and gap accrual basis budget, fix the imbalance in trade, promote peaceful coexistence around the world, 
by supporting the UN and its institutions that practice humanism for human rights, 